Hey everybody, it is your favourite boy Drewy here, uh, just spruiking the pod, spruiking the Patreon as we do, jump o- uh, over to patreon.com slash community notice board, we've got deep dives, we've got news off cuts, we've got uh, oral history of Sydney comedy, we've got uh, just great apps, a lot of fun, um, so jump over there, sling us five bucks and love ya. Extra small, extra thick. <laughs> I want to be coming too quick. <laughs> Sewing kit and he's just doing cross stitch and stuff. <laughs> Stitching and I love you. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, let's get into it. Yes. Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming of age tales. It is a new year, baby. But same old classic pod. <laughs> same and we've old got bad <laughs> We've got big plans to plateau in 2024, and then maybe go down in the second half of the year. But in the first half of the year, we gotta we gotta bring it up. We got one of our favorite guests back in the studio, Cameron James. Is here. Oh How are you, man? God, guys, let's all take a sip at the same time. <laughs> right, big pod. That'll fill <laughs> ten <laughs> seconds if we do it right. Lovely. Thanks Very for nice. having me, guys. First time in the new studio. Yeah, it's good to have you back, bud. And I've been told it's Rogan rules. So yeah. We can, we can oh, say whatever we want in here. We can say yeah. whatever we want. No seatbelts in here. All right, cool. American flag behind us. We've got cigars. <laughs> so we're getting right into it. <laughs> It'd be so sick if we just did three hours about cigars. Yeah. <laughs> what would be cool is the downstairs garage, if we showed up one time, we opened the door and we're like, we're ready to pod, and there were just four float tanks. And they yeah. <laughs> like, pre-pod float, let's go. Yeah. Clear your mind. That would be cool, podding in a in a float chamber. Would it? Is anyone? <laughs> I, think, oh, I yeah. think it would be cool. Oh, I would have a really panic attack pretty But you have to keep though. getting out to do like that's an ice plunge. It's a rip keep yeah. bombing. That's why Drew's like, oh, I don't, I'm not feeling comfortable here because his story's bombing constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get out of the tank. <laughs> Is it silence because of sensory, sensory deprivation or just because it's bombing? <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we're doing a bit of a different episode this week. We are not talking about a suburb we're from. We're talking about Cam's lengthy experience in doing what all comedians <laughs> wish they had done, being in a band. Hell <laughs> yeah, bro. I actually, when you said lengthy, I thought we're finally talking about my hog on the <laughs> <laughs> That's the last 10. Like, let's get into it. Let's yeah, talk the 24-hour itinerary part. <laughs> Cam's girthy tenure in a band. Oh, my <laughs> God. My <laughs> hog is just everything you're imagining, actually. It's red. It's itchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's always giggling. It's got one of those little mustache tattoos oh, above yeah. it. It is yep. sensitive as hell. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's talk about it. I mean, um, I feel like I've—I don't want to repeat stories. I feel like I've talked about stuff on the past, but I can't remember what I've talked about. We had, we had a little um, chat with you about your cover band. You oh. and one guy, like you. Was, oh yeah. I can't remember what it was called, but it was. I mean, a funny you played name. the beaches in Newey. I think we talked about Newey. Did you do oh, a gig at the yeah. beaches or something? Oh, I get to the beaches all the time. I probably told you guys that we did New Year's Eve there one yes. year yeah. and he paid us in Coke Zeros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Keeps on giving. Yeah, yeah. that guy doesn't run that pub anymore. Um, <laughs> God bless him though. God bless him. But no, I mean, I played in so many bands yeah. and, and like the best thing about doing stand-up is that you never have to lug gear around anymore. Yeah. You just show up and the mm, microphone's mm, set up mm, and all that shit. Yeah. But now I've made the stupid decision of using music and guitar in like every 
show that yeah. I've done. So now I'm just constantly lugging, lugging gear around. Shit. But it's not cool. I'm mm. not like some cool hot guy that's playing in an emo band. Yeah. <laughs> do you do it for spots as well? Because I feel like that would be the worst to like yeah. do a spot and then have to like drag your thing off. All the MCs like, all right, next oh, act, then you're man. still like dragging out. Sometimes the door. it's like, yeah, I think doing bringing a guitar down for a spot is often hell because if you bomb and you have mm. and everyone's like he brought that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he brought that he got here early and he like sound checked and made sure the levels were good at least with a guitar you've got a strap and you can walk it off you don't have to drag like a keyboard or something like that would be the most indignant well, keyboard is you pick it up and then you have to close the stand <laughs> pick that up and then log both off some hope, Alan yeah, key. Yeah. Hope, yeah. You know, hope you don't trip on, on a cable stage. on the way out yeah. think two acts on he was still on stage <laughs> <laughs> can't get the key to work and you're going through with a flashlight on your phone like what the key size is this you're like fuck this is not worth uh, zero dollars uh, so normally i would leave the guitar on stage so for the whole like half of the show people are like someone's gonna play that fucking <laughs> yeah. thing and there's just a sense of dread in the room where everyone's like is it gonna be shit musical comedy are they gonna get up and do a parody song <laughs> like some weird owl cunt yeah. um or is it gonna be cool and good like the shit i do yeah. uh, <laughs> and that's what the audience says yeah, too. Yeah, They're yeah. like, is it going to be cool shit like Cameron James? <laughs> <laughs> but did you guys ever hear, that just reminded me like the guitar sitting on stage all show. Did you guys ever hear the story of the sit-down comedy club with the, um, you probably have. It's like an iconic comedy story where oh. there's a comedian in Brisbane, really good guy, great comedian called Richie. He's in a wheelchair. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that stage has no ramp to get up onto yep. it. You got, if you've been there, you'd see what it's like. Uh, so instead, they preloaded Richie onto the stage and then just covered him with a sheet. <laughs> <laughs> that was their solution at the sit-down comedy club, was to cover Richie with a sheet. So everyone's like, is that a fucking guy in a wheelchair with a sheet? He's <laughs> coughing. Like, yeah. The sheet's, sheet's coughing. like... Little yeah, a little breath. Like yeah. someone's gonna be in that wheelchair. <laughs> that so funny. Oh, Richie's a great dude as well. Yeah, he's such a good dude. That story. What a good sport <laughs> as well. Oh, yeah. I know he's I a have, legend. Uh, Just be like, yeah, cover me with the sheet. <laughs> when he finished his set, did he have to like, put a bracket on himself? <laughs> yeah, he was in the middle of the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare so stuff. Oh, Nightmare stuff. Um, in like the the movie montage of you and your band years mm. was it like did you go through your punk phase into you trying to be more oh yeah yeah smashing pumpkins getting a little arty <laughs> up <you know? laughs> like, what was it the same was it just oh dude all the I, genres? I like i've said this uh whenever i because tr- i like mythologized myself so much mm. as a guy that could have made it as mm. a musician yeah. all through my like late 20s and stuff i was always like yeah we were really good we could have made it you know like but it just didn't work out for whatever reason. Then when I was doing that show last year, Electric Dreams, which is all about all my old music shit, I went back and found old recordings and old songs and it just dawned on me in real time, I was bad. (laughs) And I just could like, I was good at copying different sounds, but I had no sound of my own. So when I listened to all the old iterations of different bands I was in, it's like, Oh, okay, that's when we were trying to be Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. That's when I was trying to be Arctic Monkeys. That's when I was trying to be Nirvana. It was yeah. my kiss phase there. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and like every now and then it'll be such a wild swing. Like it'll go from like the killers, Franz Ferdinand, and then the next iteration is like 
John Butler. And I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> so I just like went full folk for yeah, a bit yeah, yeah. and then back that to rules. punk and shit. Yeah. It's, it sucks when you, you know, when you have old jokes and then you go like, oh, that was a good bit. And then uh, you watch an old clip of yourself doing oh, it yeah. and it's like the worst. <laughs> like it's just the worst. Because it's five years ago or whatever, you were just mm. bad at comedy then and you're stilted and weird. And you're like, I remember thinking that was a good set. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. it's horrendous. You're always like, you know, always mythalize how, how totally. you, were, you Do know? you ever pull old jokes out? Like you go, I'll try and bring that one back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not, and when, eventually then you get it working, but it's completely different because yeah. you're better at, you know what I mean? It'll yeah. keep changing. But I do that all the time. Me but too. um, But if I watch a record, like cause I'm like, how did I say that? What was, how did it go? Mm. And I had a clip from Mike in Hand or something. Mm. And it's like two years into comedy. And I'm just, I can't, I can't watch it. It's, it's horrendous. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? And also I didn't do... But you also, you know, you go like, uh, you used to watch like a Norm special and yeah, then you're yeah. like, you're not exactly doing Norm, <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, There's totally. a little bit of a like, oh, you just be a bit sillier than you normally would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so embarrassing. I can that. see, yeah, I see that with my old comedy clips and stuff as well. And I just, I recently tried to revive a bit from maybe like seven years ago. It was a mm. bit I always really liked and I tried to do it the other night and like almost like two seconds into starting the beat, I was like, I'm not this guy anymore. Yeah, like it's too, yeah. it was a different guy. It was yeah. like a bit darker. Like I was clearly, it was maybe written when I was into Jessel Nick or something like <laughs> yeah. that. And I was like, oh, I don't even suit this. I'm like, I've been happy for like 20 minutes on stage. And then all of a sudden I'm like dark. For yeah. a second. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Pull the chair out. So yeah. I'm like, listen here. You like, know. hey, dead babies. And shit. It's like, this isn't you, dude. You're what was your favorite of the phases that you went through? Um, I reckon like towards the end of my musical career. And and again, we we're like our bands, it was always me and the same drummer, but then we always cycled through different guitarists and bass players and we would change our name every time and do a full rebrand and like, like totally ruin any chance of getting a following because we'd like <laughs> delete the MySpace page, yeah. start a new one, take everything down that we'd ever done and be like, this is the new us or whatever. Mm. But towards the end, we were a, we were called The Fictions mm. and uh, our like style was, when would that yeah. have been like 2010? So I guess that was like, oh, it was like kind of, um, let me try and think of a way to describe the sound. It was, uh, I was into David Bowie mm -hmm. and I was into Iggy Pop and stuff. So it was like a little bit punk, but a little bit like fruity as well. I was also really into the Smiths. And when I listened to it, I'm like, oh, I'm doing like Morrissey. Yeah. Like I'm singing mm -hmm. all the songs are like, oh, la da vegetarianism. I had all these songs about love and shit and it was all like, you broke my heart <laughs> and stuff like that. Like real <laughs> dramatic, but with like edgy guitars underneath it and oh. shit. Um, but I, at the time I was like, we are on the edge here. We are about to make it. We you gonna make, you're gonna bust through. When yeah. you start a new band, how mm. early into it do you do the photo shoot? So early, yeah. before anything. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was more of a like uh, when I look back, I'm like I was way more into the branding and yeah. the image I was, management. I was gonna ask these guys, did you guys ever well, I in had, a band? I had a band with my two friends called the Odi Transit. We played no songs. We didn't jam once, but you better believe we had a, a little film shoot <laughs> in my friend's backyard. Like, like one guy like sitting down, yeah, oh, yeah, like standing there. We got all these like um, parents' clothes. Like I found like an old jacket that I put on. And yeah, one of my mates, so embarrassing. My only shit. experience of flirting with being in a band was when we were 13, one of my mates 
um, got a guitar. None of us could and none of us could play anything but mm. he had a guitar so it was like well now we have to ha have a band yeah. and um so we had a sleepover with like 13 and we the and we spent the whole night come up with a band name and at no point just discussed who else would play any other instruments so like, we had three singers and a guitarist <laughs> we're like the cause effectively, you know? and uh, we spent all night workshopping the band name and we landed on uh <laughs> this is so ridiculous uh, purple helmet yogurt slingers <laughs> Oh, you gross little cunts. Ah. <laughs> yeah. That was so funny. That is and then so we're like, disgusting. all right, done, done, we're done. We got the name. Let's go to bed. You know, it's 1 oh a.m. And then we woke up and we're like, well, this isn't going to work. You, know? <laughs> so you, you broke up. <laughs> Pretty much. We didn't this play is the end of Purple Helmet Yoga. Irreconcilable. We'll always remember the good time <laughs> staring at the one guitar. So we were like, did the same. We were like one step behind. We would have, like, next stop would have been photo shoot. Yeah. And mm. then finally figured out how to play some music yeah, or something yeah, like no. that book some gigs and then be like all right let's get another instrument or I, two. I still can't play an instrument I, like <laughs> my friend played play? guitar but actually the other two boys play guitar so one the better guy who was like better at guitar we were like you're the guitarist the other guy you can be the bass player you get to be how, bass player yeah. Yeah, how hard can it be you're kind of shit at guitar <laughs> and so I, was, I, I, I was like i'll be the drummer and like so you can play drums no i've, ne <laughs> I, I've never sat behind a drum kit. <laughs> <laughs> i just assumed i'd be good at it <laughs> I think that might be like more universal than you think that like I remember the first time I got an electric guitar being like well like as soon as I hold it like yeah. instinct will take over and I'll mm. be able to like strum out like a couple of things yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you yeah. do it and you you just don't have your hand on the fretboard and you're like oh that yeah, sounds like shit <laughs> it's the I'm putting this of, away <laughs> it's the equivalent of the guy in the crowd going can I go up and tell a joke yeah they're often good though yeah, yeah. yeah. they're, they're often good. better than the comedian <laughs> yeah, oh that's true <laughs> I'm trying to encourage more people <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen shows. some bad ones but uh, I've also yeah I didn't know well like Patrice O'Neill started that way apparently he was just in a crowd and he was like I'm gonna get up and tell some jokes and then he was Patrice O'Neill so anytime you're at a gig and some drunk cunt stands up he could be the next Patrice so funny. Okay. Yeah. Imagine being that poor comic. <laughs> <laughs> Come on up here. And then it's Patrice O'Neill, yeah. one of the funniest guys ever. Uh, he'll burn out. He's just a heckler, you know? Um, I can't remember if I told you guys this. Did um did I tell you guys about how close we came to getting signed to a record deal when we were no. like 23 or 24? No. I hope I didn't tell you this already because I don't want to repeat stories, man. I, I know that so. that's fucking suicide in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's podcast yeah. suicide, dude. Then, On then. episode 154, Cameron James, we've got the story. Like, you know. <laughs> I will be contacting Patreon. I mean, and consider, consider me dead about three or four hundred times. Yeah, if that's true, yeah. <laughs> Pull a string on Drew's back and he'll tell one of his eight stories. <laughs> I don't think I've told this one before and then launches into a story he told last week. <laughs> Is it about having two licenses? Yeah. We can bring it back for 2024. Go for it. Uh, so, like, we were, I guess I was 23, and we at this point had started playing gigs outside of Newcastle. And what's so the band name at this point? I guess that was The Fictions. Yeah, it was towards the end. So, it was The Fictions, and we started playing in Sydney and Melbourne a little bit, but like, uh, like, bottom level of the music industry. Did you have like wrong. an organic fan base or was it? Like a small one, small really one. small one. It was a lot of Newcastle people because it was just people we went to school with and yeah. their friends and like you're 23, so what else are you going to do? Mm -hmm. yep. you, your mate's band's playing sure. at the Cambridge, yeah. so you go and then you'll drink and whatever. But not many in Sydney, not many in Melbourne, but we were like opening for bigger bands and we were playing this gig. 
don't know if you guys ever went to on Oxford Street. There was a bar called Sosumi back in the day. It was like one of those. I don't think it's there anymore. But it was like a indie band night where all mm, like yeah. the cool indie bands would play, and we got booked on that. And this afterwards, there was like t- maybe twenty people in the gig. And so, like, fucking, it felt like nothing, but we were rocking out hardcore. And I, at that stage, I wasn't playing guitar anymore. I was just a singer. Like, like I was nice. running around. Front man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, climbing things. I got really oh, into yeah. that <laughs> shit. Really like, cool. I was like, I'm going to be the black guy that climbs That would be shit. the exact type of front man shit I'd want to be. Mike, fucking Mike whipping yeah, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. There was this band from New Zealand called Cut Off Your Hands, and their singer was famous for, like, climbing things and jumping off them. And I was like, I'll be like that. So, I I'd always like climb, but it was just a small pub, so I'd climb up on a little speaker stack. It's like a meter high. Yeah. Yeah. I like, like, I'd be in a band, band being like, I'm gonna climb shit. Then I'd get a little step ladder and look like Winnie, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh going up it. I'm not wearing any pants <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Got my hand in a jar of honey. <laughs> Jamie'd be up there and be like, I can't get down. <laughs> oh, someone help, help me now! Stop the gigs! Stop <laughs> the gigs! Serious. <laughs> Yeah, I would always stand on the drummer's bass drum too, oh, and he classic. would just get so mad at me. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is so fucking expensive. Why would you do that? I wouldn't stand on your amp. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough. And then, like, so we did this gig, very minimal people there, but I was like giving it everything. And then this dude came up to us afterwards, this older guy, had glasses, he looked all serious, and he was he brought us beers. He had like four beers in his hands, gave us all beers, and he was like, Boys, just wanna say that was epic. That was absolutely epic. You guys were rocking it, you got the post punk sound, you got the energy. And he pointed at me and he was like, and Mr. Rubberlegs over here. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like running around yeah, and shit. Nice. He's like, Mr. Rubberlegs, man, you got it. You're the front man. You got uh, Michael Hutchins energy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was fully like, whoa, this is amazing. And then he gave us a business card and he was like, come and see me tomorrow. You know, we're spending the night in Sydney. He's like, come and see me tomorrow at my office. I'd love to talk to you guys. And we like, we looked up his website and he ran some like artist management company. Mm. And there was all these like real bands on the website too. It was like Kiss Chasey and oh, people yeah. like that. We we're mm-hmm. like, shit, we're going to get signed. So the next day we went and met this guy at a pub. It was the, uh, oh, what's, is it called the Abercrombie? The yeah, one yeah, 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 on, yeah. What's it on the corner of it? It's, it's on Broadway. It's uh, yeah, Broadway? yeah, on Broadway. Yeah, Broadway and, and, and Abercrombie. Isn't it? Yeah, maybe yeah, Abercrombie, yeah. yeah. So we met him there. And uh, like he bought us beers again. We're like, this is fucking the real deal, man. And he was telling us how he runs this management company and he like discovers young bands and then he introduces them to the music industry and helps get their music distributed by big labels, Universal, Sony, all this shit. And he was like, I want to like help you guys. I want to shepherd you guys to the next level. And we were just so starstruck. Like, oh my God. And he's like, do you want to come to my office? I'll show you my office. And we're like, fuck yeah. And he goes, all right, come with me. And we just went up the stairs of the pub to like, I guess what used to be old accommodation at the pub, like yeah. a shit small room. Mm-hmm. But he rented one and that was his office. And then like, that, I guess that should have been the first red flag. Yeah. Like, this, is <laughs> this is weird. Just this weird old room. There's one desk in there. He's like, pretty cool, huh? You know, like, <laughs> oh, it is cool. It's a race car bed. You get to work above a pub. This is awesome. And he's, again, had like framed pictures on the walls of bands. Like, again, Kiss Chasey is the main one I remember. And... I guess it would have been whatever other equivalent bands from sure. like yeah, yeah. Red Riders and shit, Australian bands and shit. And we we're talking to us. And his whole pitch was that he would um, help us record a really good demo 
and then he would use that to pitch it to big labels, Universal and stuff, and then, like, they'd, they'd put out our EP. And he was saying, like, we're in this 50-50, you guys and me. Like, oh, we'll both put in everything together. you're smarter I than want me, you man. to record your music. I'm going to take a 50% <laughs> and give it to people. You know, like you do at your shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, but this guy had glasses. Oh, man. no. I mean, like, the moral of the story is, like, I was going to, I didn't, I wanted to wait to the end, but, like, how, f- like, uh, and I've done this in comedy and we've done it, I've done it with the pod, but how fucking sick is jumping the gun (laughs) (laughs) the moment someone's like great pod you're like oh my god it's probably someone from Vulture putting his on list (laughs) and like I now know that this is a very common con but the big pitch that he gave us was we're in this together I'll sign you guys to I'll represent you You'll invest, I'll invest. We're both putting into this, okay. and then like we're we're a team, and we'll put your music. You out invest, there. I'll invest. You start. You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. first. <laughs> His whole thing was he was like, my mate's got a great recording studio. I'll rent that. It's going to cost about ten grand for us to rent the studio. If you guys want to put in four or five grand, and then he was like, no, you know what? You guys just put in three grand. I'll put in the seven, mm. and then we'll record it, and I'll get your music out there, and. Of course we did it. Yeah, we were like, yeah, yeah we'll fuck three grand. Yeah. We went and recorded in this like shit, just anywhere. It could have been any recording studio. It could have been right here where we are. <laughs> yeah, it was like here. It was right. in one, one, of these mo- one of those booths in a third man record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was just like this crappy little space and we there was like two mics in the room and we recorded and he wasn't even there for it. And then we're like- <laughs> He's in Tahiti. He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, sounds good, boys. Sounds good. I'll send it out there. I'll get the word out. And then like we're hearing nothing back and then we're chasing him and eventually he's like, ah, sorry, no bites, guys. I'm sorry. I did everything I could, you know, maybe like work on a few more new songs and we'll get another one going. And I've, I've since found out this is like a huge, like famous con in yeah. the music industry world. It's called, there's a name for it. Cause I've Googled this shit. Mm-hmm. It's called song sharking and it goes back to like the twenties where like guys would roll through town and hold auditions and be like, you're going to be a star. Give me $200 or whatever. And I'll like, you know, record you onto this acetate tube and send that off to the big city. (laughs) (laughs) It's like old school. And, um, about a year ago I started Googling this guy. I was like, maybe there's a story in this or maybe me and Alexi could try and track him down or whatever. And, uh, I actually looked him up on the way here in the Uber again to try and remember all the details. He, uh, okay, I don't know where to start. I'll start. I'll start in the most. I want to keep this as streamlined as possible. <laughs> There's a Facebook support group for um, many other people that have been conned by this guy. <laughs> 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 I don't know if I should say the name because he's like, he might be litigious. But uh-huh. um, so I found the Facebook support group for, first. It's called like his name support group for victims. Oh, no. Blank, blank oh, support no. group for victims. Oh, and there's like hundreds of local artists some in probably there. Probably good EPs in there. There's probably some <laughs> untapped talent in there, man. It'd be great to go on there and be like, you guys are actually really good. Now I've got a recording studio. <laughs> <laughs> now if this is giving me, let's if, I was, if I was in a band knowing this story, 
Absolutely, I'd get fooled again. Imagine being like a Nigerian bank scam guy and there's a Facebook group called People Who Fell for the Nigerian Bank Scam. <laughs> You'd be like, ooh, fish in a barrel. Exactly. Be the perfect crime. Well, it's like people that join cults are usually people that have been in other cults. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The support. Yeah. Just go, we should go. Yeah, so I went through the like thing and everyone's telling their stories and stuff. But like, there's so much more to this guy's life that's way more fascinating. He, um, he's changed his name like multiple, multiple <laughs> times. I might even yeah. read some of them out because, Please. like, obviously <laughs> they're not his real name, so I guess he can't sue. So obviously he had nothing to do with like his chat. Like he fr- just no. printed stuff off a laser jet and put him in a yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's a big fan hell. of Kiss JC. Yeah. I did try to message Kiss JC a couple of years ago when I was like looking into this, and then no, no one replied to me. They're still too big time to reply. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do it. Yeah, yeah. With, the pu- with the backing of the pod like behind you. <laughs> Did they sing Doo-Doo's and Wo? Oh, yeah. yeah. Their song? Oh, yeah. yeah. Spray on keep you warm at night. Wasn't it spray I want on a pants? song that gets that's attention. That great, mm. great song. Great yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw them at the Eastwood Hotel once, and they yeah. tore it up. It was awesome. Yeah. Like a small, like probably the only like local pub gig I've seen with a band of that stature. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because like, they were like on the way. They were on Channel It's a genius band to use for that guy too because they're not that big that you go, you, the guy in this pub <laughs> yeah. is like managing, yeah. you know, powder oh, finger, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. they're big enough to go, oh, cool. Like yeah. that's yeah. Oh, on the way up at that point or whatever that. they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he he's clever in that way. He's yeah. clever in that way. Yeah, he's sure. a genius, this guy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he's done, uh, someone's made a, on the page, someone made like a, Meme with a photo of him with all of his. Oh, that's how you get him he, back. He does. It's the suit that makes him look legit. He's wearing yeah. like a business uh, suit there. But this is like because he's now since <laughs> moved Drew on. Gets as a guy's wearing a suit. <laughs> he's moved on from the music industry to like other realms, okay. which is of course okay. what you would do. You'd be yeah. like, what else is there? Stand up comedy pitch. Yeah, to stand up. <laughs> this guy. It says the many aliases of this estate agent, and it has like a list of all his names: Lucas Hemmings, Dean Massillon, Nick Lloyd, Clay O'Connor. Harrison O'Connor, Dean Broadbelt, Dean Broadbelt spelt differently. <laughs> <laughs> he just forgot his name. He's like, fuck, how is it again? But like he liked it. Apparently, he, uh, I went through, I read all these different things, and there's now news articles about this guy and stuff, but he like, started little f- like fake uh, music festivals around the country mm. where he would like take gov- like state government funding to be like, I'm going to put on a music festival and then he'd just fuck off and like right. nothing would happen. Can I have a look at the photo of him? This guy's oh, Lyle I think I saw an article about someone recently. There's been articles about this guy I think within I, the last I re- I think couple I, of years. Yeah, I think yeah. I saw an, uh, an article about <laughs> this guy. Look how small his face is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big head, small face. <laughs> it's a, a great flat. look. <laughs> it's a hell of a look. It's a, something very unusual. Trust me, yeah. when all the features are closed, <laughs> it's so, down. It's so off. makes me want to record an EP. <laughs> he's he's like going into real estate stuff now and like uh like investment angel mm. shit, which is a classic. Oh, one. I bet he's like, being on crypto, like yeah, be doing all that stuff. And then the the best article I found is that he. Uh, allegedly died in 2015 <laughs> yep. he got outed for he was pretending to be a radio dj and he was like <laughs> taking money off people to put on some local event and then he got outed by a group of young bands and then the next day uh someone released a press release to the press saying unfortunately <laughs> dean broadbelt has passed away <laughs> overnight <laughs> his family uh, would like to be left alone blah 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 and then the next day don't try to find him <laughs> the next day he was just on facebook responding to comments <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> man, I love this guy. This <laughs> it's cool. Really but he's like out there. I, I Googled him in the Uber on the way here oh, to see man. if there's any news. And the latest stuff is from like last year and shit, man. He's That's like, so there's so many articles. I don't know what he's doing nowadays, but oh, he's running a recruitment agency. Okay. There's articles in the Gold Coast Bulletin about him. He's running a... Oh. A former radio DJ and real estate agent who has left a trail of debts around Australia has moved to the Gold Coast and opened a recruitment agency. <laughs> so it's sick. There's good yeah, stuff. And the Gold Coast is going to welcome him with open arms. Oh, right. He'll be the mayor in 16 <laughs> months, you know, for sure. Why wasn't he just always there? Yeah, yeah. that's such Gold Coast energy. But that guy will never just work. At, he He's the scammer. It's in his blood, yeah. right? Like yeah. Guys like that, it's like, I have to find a grift somewhere. I have to yeah. scam. I have to <laughs> scam. I must scam. <laughs> no one can stop me scamming. Can you imagine? Imagine having that mindset. It's such a weird thing. It's like, oh, I don't just want a job. I just need to fuck people over. Yeah. Yeah. Because your whole life is stress. But these people are sociopaths, so they don't think about it. I guess. It obviously doesn't bother him. Imagine, like, if you had to pull off that scam on Cam and his band. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd be be sweating balls. I'd be like, like, this is my my office. It's pretty. It's not that bad. Oh, shit, it's bad. I'd be throwing, like, a body double off a bridge. (laughs) I'd be like, you give us five. No, make it three. I'll pay the money. (laughs) We'll get famous, and then you owe me money. I'm going to level with you guys. This is a scam. (laughs) scam. (laughs) I entered this as a scam, but now I actually really like you. You know, it's like a rom-com where I have to, have to oh that is a good rom-com yeah it's like oh that's a great rom-com <laughs> idea because originally I was thinking this is like an uncut gems like yeah. we're following this stressed guy who's got multiple yeah. levels of scams mm-hmm. different aliases mm-hmm. everywhere he goes people are like hey Clay O'Connor and then someone's like isn't his name Harrison Hemmings <laughs> <laughs> but no you're right it's a rom-com yeah, it's she's a rom-com. all that you know it's yeah. like you know the guy I like it you know, he's like, oh, like, I'm gonna scam this broad. scammer. <laughs> she's not that good a singer. I'm gonna scam her, and then he actually falls in if, love with and her. He's like, yeah. she's actually really good. Yeah, yeah. she's Delta Goodrum. She's Delta Goodrum. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, man. But I, did, I just, did you get the EP me. out of it? We it was like a demo, yeah. and I listened back to it recently. It's so bad, man. It's, <laughs> it, it just clearly sounds like two microphones in a room. <laughs> yeah, One of them right. I'm singing in, and the rest is the rest of the band. <laughs> yeah. and oh, so no. it's just like. All my voice just like really hot on the mic, like yeah, da, 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 da. and then like tinny noise, far away drums. Yeah. <laughs> like, is, there, is there a drum kit in there? Or is, it a, is Cameron just banging on his head? <laughs> yeah, produce this Timberland. <laughs> I remember that the song was called "To Be Young," and like we were twenty three, and the whole point of the song was like, "I miss what it felt like to be young." Yeah. <laughs> twenty three, I'm old, I'm over the hill. You know what I mean? like, when I was thirteen, I wrote a song about partying and I'd never been to a party. Oh. <laughs> party. Well, do you remember how it went? Oh, no. Well, you know, like the party song and Reckless Abandon by Blink-182? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's that. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to one-up it. Yeah. Make it more extreme without ever having drank a beer in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, but was that I was like a year away a from going to a... Was that to impress, impress a, girl? a girl? No, that was for me to become the next Blink One Eighty Two baby. <laughs> yeah, I also wrote a song about how life and love are pretty similar. <laughs> if you think about it, uh, I can, wish can I you explain it? As four-letter words, I guess they're pretty close. No, Both start no, with L and yeah. Concept, brother, you're thinking too literally. Okay, well, I was more. A me- I was a metaphor man all the way. <laughs> if you really think about it, we similar. don't get it. So you yeah. need to explain it. Well, it's you know, you each read it. You each into it, what you read into it, you, you all get something different out of it. Okay. Can we at least get one similar? Yeah, like, does the artist understand? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, it's 
would be more than 20 years ago. I wish I could remember oh. a lyric to spin past you. Life is like love. <laughs> that would almost, but it would have been like, I think that life's a lot like love. Oh, oh shit. It was okay. a bit of a, yeah. And it would have been like a fast-paced yeah. punk song. I think that life's a lot like love. Yeah, you got it. Mm. <laughs> and what? Oh. Yeah, you got it. That's it. Chorus, bridge. Yeah. There we go. So those are it. the two songs I wrote. Uh, that's pretty good. Did you have yeah. a band? No. <laughs> so you're the Solo opposite artists. of me and Drew. Me and Drew go straight into promo and band name. Jamie's like, I'm going to write a song about, I'm going to write my ballad love, and then I'll just it's figure out. It's not a ballad. It's oh, a fucking I deep emotional. I haven't single yet. Uh, oh no, I did uh, my one experience, like, uh, playing music live. Uh, I, I've done, did stand-up for eight years, like, pretty, like, often, you know, like, yeah. almost, like, 300 gigs a year for like five years consistently when i was 65 days off when, huh? yeah uh, <laughs> well Not there's no days off. <laughs> <laughs> those are called writing days uh, those are yeah. called grind set days uh, i'm yeah. thinking about my social media <laughs> 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 my crowd work clippos uh, yeah. but um yeah when i was 12 i performed don't speak as bassist with a band mm, for this thing song. my school put on called uh school like it was called band-aid and it was like a just a concert that the students put on they did one in the day for the students and oh. one at night for parents and friends of parents band-aid up late mm. oh yeah <laughs> and it went off and it felt better than any stand-up spot i've ever done nice. I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you played bass like you yeah i played play? bass very badly but like i played bass did and you then just like, learn that song or did you actually know i, bass? I could play guitar oh. but the guy who put together the band wanted to play the acoustic guitar solo in Don't Speak because that way he would get chicks. And he was right. It worked very well for really? him. For me, sitting down, playing bass. You were sitting? Yeah, I had to sit. Time up, bass is fucking heavy for a 12-year-old. Sitting cross-legged on the ground. They put a sheet over in my wrist. I know, like, before the gig, we all sprayed our hair red. It was fucking oh, rock and roll. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Holy shit, that's awesome. I had awesome. a huge crush on Gwen Stefani when I was yeah, strong. That was a hot, hot fucking yeah, song. Yeah, hot yeah, band. Yeah, 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 man. And you know what? It's a song. Isn't it a song about her relationship with the yeah, the bass yeah. Player, yeah. The with a bass player though? Yeah, yeah. Jamie like they split up, and it's <laughs> that's like why Jamie had to sit down. He was had a raging erection. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read into a lot of it with the singer at the time in my band. Too. I might get to fuck the singer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Yeah. We're gonna do the whole thing, right? We're gonna fuck the whole, <laughs> no. we're gonna commit to this, right? <laughs> we have to. Fuck. Was it a girl singing? It was a girl singing. Yeah. Oh my mm. god! She kid? She was cute. Yeah, Holy she's a lovely shit. girl. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, still friends on Facebook, I'm pretty sure. Really? Hey, Georgia. Hey, Georgia. <laughs> hey, Georgia. Uh, but yes, I desperately wanted to be in a band once I moved here and I was 13, 14. I wrote my songs about love being like life. You know, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And my one about partying. I wrote a couple yeah. of guitar licks too, but uh -huh. they, would, they would have been like... <laughs> Just damn it, pitched up or down, oh, yeah. probably. I would rip off stuff all the time. Yeah. I remember, like, I pitched a song to one of my bands in high school that was, it was like beat for beat and almost lyric for lyric. The song "Dumb" by Nirvana. Yeah, because I discovered Nirvana like ten years after Kurt died, I guess, yeah. and thought like, "Whoa, this is awesome shit. Why is no one talking about this?" <laughs> like the most, one of the most famous bands of all time, and I would like. Learn dumb and like just change it a little bit and change some lyrics. That's smart. And show it to a friend and they'd be like, "This is so good." Like, I know. <laughs> it's called stupid. 
<laughs> and Dumbo. I'm not going to kill myself, but I'm going to shoot myself with a Nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was yeah very desperate. I had a friend who also played guitar, and mm. I was like, you should play bass. He bought a bass. None, we were all too scared to sing, and we didn't have a drum. But we would, like, jam Blink-182 <laughs> songs in, like, our school music department. And then I remember, like, some kids in year 10 that would have been, like, two above us, like, used to hear. And, of course, when you're in year 10 and, like, 2000, it was, like, Blink-182 fucking sucks, bro. I listen mm. to Nirvana and all that shit. And, like, we had been playing Adam's song, like, very slowly Great and song. very badly. Mm. And then they just, like, looked at us and were like, are you guys done? And we're like, yep. And they took the space and then played like, damn it, perfectly. Just like <laughs> laughing the whole time. Just like to show us uh, how shit we were. Sucks. And how uh, shit the, the stupid band we loved were. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. And then they sung a song then, about partying. I know what beer diary. tastes like. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, they're my dreams of being in a band. Like, thank died. God for Blink-182, man. Like, they yeah. just gave us hope. Because like, I can't play... I'm I'm not a good guitarist at all, but I can play Blink One Eight Two. Like mm. it's give can, me I'm those guys playing. Give Blink me and Drew six beers, and I am this always this close to being like we could start a band if we wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Kirk's unclean vocals. You guys will be in a hotel room in the Agincourt within six months, <laughs> giving guy fucking eight grand. Kirk's always like, like, what can you play an instrument? And I'm like, no, man, I'm not like this is not going to work. And then like on my fifth beer, I'll lean over and be like, I could probably sing if. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if it comes down to it, we've annoyed his girlfriend so much because we'll sing at the same time and tell her that we're harmonizing. And she's like, "That's not what it is." Oh. Both of you were so off. Um, I wanted to just bring up real quick because you said you were the fictions, and I guess you went through mm. a few na- band names. But you mentioned Ivana. I wanted to go through some famous bands. Their other names that they had before they settled on their yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Nirvana, Nirvana were rocking around as the band. They were known as Ted, Ed, Fred for a while. Which that's like, pretty that's, good. That's pretty good. You like that? <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, the Limp Biscuit went through a bunch of names. Oh, give these. me those, dude. Uh, so awesome. they, uh, these band, so Purple the, Helmet the Yogurt back, Slingers. They, want, yeah, well, uh, they can have it if they want. Um, but the band name that they wanted a band that would name that would turn people's heads when they read it. Some of the mm. other ones before they got to Limp Biscuit were. Gimp Disco. That's uh, really <laughs> similar. You can tell they're on a real thread <laughs> there. They're really like ripping. Yeah, we're, like, yeah. we're so close. Shrimp Biscuit. We've got disco. Gimp Trusket. Uh, well, I'll go, I'll go through some of them here. So Gimp Disco, yeah. Split Dick Slit. Uh, <laughs> are you serious? Yes. This is awesome. Bitch Piglet. <laughs> and my favourite one, Blood Fart. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that ignores the name. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. The best one. That's the best one. You can one. tell that they're like settled on Limbisca and then someone's like, guys, are we really blood fart again? Can yeah. I just re pinch blood fart? Um, <laughs> I love that new song, Break have... Stuff by Blood Fart. Like, just, unfortunately, they just would never have gotten as big as they did if they were called Blood Fart. No. It's a way better name. It's, it's such so a great name. And it's so catchy and you it's... could see it on a shirt. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. I, I, that's why I think like some of the names would have affected the. Um, the music style, surely, mm. right? Because you can't be um, blood fart and then play acoustic love songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, not that they do that, but I mean, like, you know, and some of these other bands, like the Goo Goo Dolls, you oh, know, yeah. Iris, great yeah, song. Great song. Mm. Uh, they were going to be the sex maggots. No. <laughs> like, no. it just doesn't, doesn't make sense. That doesn't make that. any sense, right? Um, this one's interesting because it's got a bit of a follow up with like, um, Creedence Clearwater Revival. They were called, pushed on them by their. Um, 
label the Gollywogs. And not only that. Oh my God, imagine. And they actually had an album photo shoot where they wear white fuzzy (laughs) Gollywog wigs. Oh no. So they're they're like white, it's like white face golly. So it's like white face of black face. Do you know what I mean? Like albino Gollywogs. It's offensive to our culture. It's offensive to a lot of of things. So they were the Gollywogs. And they, so they were like, we're not really into this Gollywog thing. Um, <laughs> what coked up record executive? Is I don't know. I don't. You're gonna be called the Gully one. <laughs> I'm gonna need three thousand dollars up front for the week. Yeah. <laughs> this one was good. Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, where they were for a while, or they uh, were gonna be. Oh, I can't get over this one. Tony Flo and the Miraculous Majestic Masters of Mayhem. Yeah, I, I remember reading that in Scar Tissue, which of course I've read 15 yeah, yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, he wanted, that was his name, Tony Flo. Tony Flo. How cool of a name the is that? Imagine if he was still majestic. called Tony Flo. It's Tony so Flo cool. sounds like the guy who rips off small bands. In like- <laughs> yeah. I'm Tony Flo, guys. <laughs> this guy. Uh, you got to go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, what shit. a business guy. I guess yeah. we got a song with this guy. <laughs> I mean, he's got a great time. He's got a I'm getting um, some scamming people, I reckon. <laughs> um, I gotta scam some broads. <laughs> the Beastie Boys famously, uh, we brought this up on the pod another time. They were known as the Young Aborigines for a while. Yeah, which is, and they they their wanted their first album. Their first, no, their first album, which is um, licensed to ill. Great album name. Mm. They wanted to call it uh, "Don't Be a Faggot." <laughs> <laughs> The label said no in that case. <laughs> uh, normally, I don't side with the suits. Yeah, yeah. The suits yeah. like, okay. They had it 100%. Yeah. 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 Have you thought of license to ill? And uh, this, this, this one, I don't believe, but it's on the internet. REM were gonna had a few different names. One of them was, or they, they were tossing up Negro Eyes. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ, can- there's a theme here. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one throws the theme off because REM were also going to be called Cans of Piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty true. I don't know how are you? Like, how did the piss get in the can? Yeah. Yeah. There's so many Who's questions. Well, is, it, yeah, is, it, is it cans? Yeah, like, do we open is, it? Yeah. 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 No, they're pretty deep, actually. You know what I mean? Life is like a can of piss. Like, you know? <laughs> New song idea. <laughs> and this one may be my favorite Creed. Uh, Creed guitarist Ma- Mark um, <laughs> Tremonti presented mm. his bandmates with a newspaper clipping that, with. Um, containing a story uh, that he thought would be a great band name and the title of the article was Naked Toddler. (laughs) And he wanted to call the band Naked Toddler. And Scott Scott Stapp in his autobiography says, the name didn't go over well. Girls hated it and said it made them think of pedophilia. Of course. You know what? It makes me think of pedophilia. Who's going to fucking Google that band? (laughs) Just wearing a T-shirt with Naked (laughs) Toddler. So funny. That's because that's oh, the thing is, like, when you're trying to come with uh, come up with a band name, like any idea gets thrown out there. Yeah. You're like looking around the room, like, oh, is it fucking desk? Is desk <laughs> cool? Like, no one's ever been called desk. And like, you have these deep conversations with each other, like, no, nah, man, that doesn't sound cool. And then inevitably, someone will say the Beatles is technically a shit name, yeah, yeah. and you're like, fuck, it's true. But I remember there was a local Newcastle band called the Butcher. And I was so jealous of that fucking name because mm. it was so simple. Mm-hmm. And I would always talk to my band about it, being like, we've got to be like the butcher. It's got to be like <laughs> something that, 
you just see everywhere and you don't even think it's cool. Yeah. As I was always pitching names like the chemist or like <laughs> <laughs> blue, like post office. Yeah, like like that. Just, yeah just yeah. constantly trying to pitch like normal words. Yeah. I was like, let's be Impossible. called post office. And everyone's yeah. like, nah, man. I mean, like, the postal like the, service. Like the butcher. Yeah, totally. It works. Yeah. Hotel. What guys, what's their favorite band name? Do you guys have a like oh. a band that you don't even really like or whatever, but you think the band name? I like cool. Split Dick Slit. <laughs> a blood fart. I'm a blood fart. Guy, <laughs> <laughs> take my jumper off. Blood Park. Is that tour in '95? Um, what, what's a cool bit? I mean, Nirvana is a cool band. Nirvana's Nirvana great. is an awesome band. I mean, band in terms of like fitting their image as well, the replacements is a fucking great yeah, name for a band. Uh, yeah. Like we're the other mm. guys. I always yeah, think um, Newcastle yeah. punk rock band. I always think this is, it's not. A, it's a great like name to think about. But they were the pork. The pork. The pork hunt. The porkers. Now, but they were, were the, the pork, pork hunts. hunts. Pork yeah. hunts. Pork yeah. hunts. So yeah. it's the yeah, pork yeah. hunts when you say it. But I was like, that's cool. But it's also, again, it's one of those names that it's hard to get on the radio without. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to say that. Um, I, I, this is a, another thing I found about it. There's a band out there, um, and their name is I Am The World Trade Center. Mm. <laughs> they released an album in 2001. No. With the 11th tracks called September. The album was released in July of 2001. Shut up. Holy shit. 100%. Yeah. They were a band. They called themselves I Am The World Trade Center. They released an album 2001 in July. The 11th track is titled September to whatever months, four months later. That is insane. Isn't that like, unbelievable? That's the most perfect bit of info for those like conspiracy yeah. freaks. Yeah, 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 100%. Like yeah. Some band you've never heard of. <laughs> it's just this coincidental hey, thing. Hey, we're going to bomb the world trade. So don't name your band after it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, really? I, didn't, I, didn't cr I crossed my fingers. You know? <laughs> like, um, yeah, and they still were touring around and they uh, started changing their name to just I am the dot 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 and then eventually they're like that's oh, a bad name yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like that's a lot of words bad. that won't register on google you know yeah, what I, mean? yeah, I am the i am the but um yeah i was like that's got to be a shitty like uh stitch uppy like you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. oh we're, we're gonna call the 911 but no i, I remember freakish thing ever. uh loving like it just blew my mind as a pretentious like 19 year old the band godspeed you black emperor and they mm. had the exclamation mark in the middle and i was like oh yeah can they do that <laughs> 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 panic of the disco <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i remember thinking the same thing i was always trying to pitch i think after panic at the disco I was always trying to pitch really long songs. Yes. <laughs> now like it's full sentences. Like Thursday, do that. Just the whole lyric. No, Thursday, yeah. no. do that. Fallout, Fallout Boy and Panic famously. I swear, do. Thursday had like full sentences as song no, titles. Not right. It's I'm a real. I think Fallout Boy kicked it off, right? Yeah. And then Panic Fallout Boy got pretty. Yeah. Panic definitely copied it so yeah. much so I think that then Fallout Boy like went to like one or two words the album afterwards. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> yeah, mm. you got to. I mean, it's pretty. Some of those songs, pretty hard to beat though. I know, I know. Yeah. Panic of the Disco are pretty. I'm still into them. Yeah, <laughs> 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 fucking <them> rule. <laughs> and he's on my hear some of those old songs. I'm like, shit, this is good stuff, man. Yeah, I think we our worst band name, and it's probably not even that bad, but it was just cheese. Was like, maybe this is like tw uh, the second last band I was in. We were called Montana Fire. <laughs> and like I don't know why Like we'd yeah. never been to America mm. Why Montana <laughs> Makes me think of Kings of Leon Yeah I guess we're like kind it. of into that you, shit You would pitch the fire department And then, yeah, and then the guy's like We've got to <laughs> put Montana <laughs> what so. You know what That's actually fucking true I pitched calling ourselves the fire <laughs> I was right. like the fire man It's cool It sounds cool It's one word It's a word we all know And then someone else is like What about like Montana fire. Like, I think he was into Tony Montana from Scarface. <laughs> oh, that makes it so much oh, worse shit. than just the location. Yeah, Mon yeah, Tony Montana fire. But, like, we went by Montana fire for ages, and it was like, 
Oh, I'm so when I look back on it, I'm like, how cringe, man. It's like to pick an American name. Yeah. yeah. California Fire or some shit. It's so <laughs> Did you guys ever release albums and you have to name no, your albums? We put a uh, EP the fictions put an EP out mm-hmm. and it was called and this is from a lyric in one of our songs, Motel Kids with Hotel Dreams. Oh, oh no, I yeah. like that. Yeah, That's a yeah, love, yeah. love song. Yeah, yeah it reminds me of some of my lyrics. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it means, but it sounds poetic <laughs> as fuck. It's a little bit like um, the whole, you know, uh, champagne lifestyle on beer wages. Oh, yeah, it's true. That true. kind of vibe It's like a bit, it. we're blue collar, we're low, collar, yeah. we're low class. We got and dreams, baby. The front cover of the EP was like, photos of all of our fans that were just friends of ours and shit like yearbook style and they all have their eyes closed in the photos and when we're taking the photos uh newcastle knights or ex newcastle knights player tony butterfield Mm. was walking past on the street Mm. so we ran out and grabbed him and got him and he's on the front cover oh Oh, nice beautiful that was pretty cool isaac butterfield's dad yes playing at home of motel kids with hotel dreams and uh yeah we toured a little bit we we uh do you remember there was a band called dukes of windsor yes like a triple j band at the time i can't remember what this their big song was uh Girls looking for love oh, yeah, for young yeah, men yeah. these buttons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We were the opening act for them on one of their tours and for British India on oh, one of their tours. And uh, I remember we went down to Melbourne. I think we were opening for British India, went to Melbourne. We were on first of like three opening bands and there was like maybe 20 people in the room. I, I hope I haven't told this story again. I'm sorry if I have, but when we were on stage – for the 15 people that were there, our bass player did a nervous fart and it cleared the room. <laughs> a blood fart? <laughs> it was so bad. It like, cleared the room. People left. And then, like, we humiliated. Like, we just drove to Melbourne to play for no one. Imagine British India, like, why why is everyone leaving so you wouldn't believe it? Oh my god. The opening act from Newcastle farted. Did you have to say anything? (laughs) We just ignored it. But then we talked about it. Ignore the spell, guys. Get into the music. (laughs) Where are you guys going? (laughs) It's hotel it's hotel life. (laughs) You're trying to you're trying to climb away from it. (laughs) It's not that bad, guys. (laughs) We had KFC on the way down here. The dog in the tucker box, <laughs> and uh, we stayed at a yeah we stayed at a um, backpackers that night because we were like trying to save money and that's all we talked about just the four of us in the one room we were just so mad at the base like, did, did he feel racist did he feel real bad I mean he was like one of the fun- he's my cousin yeah <laughs> his name's Jason and we're like great mates and obviously he's a family member but he was just so funny about it he didn't care we were all so mad <laughs> but he was just laughing so much. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, dude, you fucking blew our opportunity. Like, British India were there and they didn't even come in the room. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to think we're the fart man. <laughs> and he was just like laughing so much. Thought it was so much. He had the right attitude. Like, when I look back, I'm like, fuck, I should have been more like oh, Jason. man, imagine yeah. that. That's one where I'd be like, man. Imagine if your band made it. That goes in the oral history. Yeah, yeah. that's track 11 yeah, on our yeah. album. But imagine if you blow up and then you have to fart at every gig. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone comes to He's see. He's going to clear the whole and room. Jason's under a lot of pressure before him. You're making him eat KFC. You're like, come on, Jason, you got to nail this. you got to fart. you got to fart, man. The press are out there. There's talent agencies. One thing I wanted to bring up, um, speaking of making it, is something that always, a thought that just stresses me out 
And the most famous example, I'm sure there's many, but the big one is George Best, mm. the, the fifth Beatle, mm-hmm. who gets yeah. booted. Oh, yeah. You mean then they go P fucking Best. George Best, famous footballer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Pete, oh, Pete, Pete Best. Pete you're right. Cocaine. Pete Sorry. Best, yeah. George Best, though, great great footballer, my, mm. my idol. Um, and a sex symbol. Yeah. Mm. George Best. Great got, man. Got a lot of big famous pants, man. Yeah. But, mm. like, is there, um, I guess, the other guy is the Blink-182 original drummer, Scott. Yeah, Scotty Rayner. That that concept of your, your best mates, you, one day you're there, mm. they boot you out, and then you have to be like... Sir Paul McCartney is a billionaire, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Pete Best is like. <laughs> apparently, I've read a little bit up on him. Like, apparently, he he was pissed for a long time, as you would be. Yeah, but, wasn't but now he's like or takes it the, in good spirits. He, the he got replaced by Ringo. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's the worst part is because like Ringo's. I don't know much about music, but everyone says Ringo's not a great drummer. No, right? he's like, good. He's, he's good. good. Okay, yeah. but like. It would it would have been the it's a cliche to say but it's not even the best drummer in the band or whatever. But 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 I mean like they would have still been the Beatles if it was Pete Best and not Ringo, right? Possibly, but I think the thing with them is like, and they always say this: Ringo was famous in Liverpool already. Uh, He was like a famous drummer and like a cool dude, and he was playing in other bands Mm. and and they wanted Ringo. Like they poached him from another band that were already successful. You'd be sweating every time they went to see Ringo, being like, "He's pretty good, eh?" (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) not as good as me, PDB. (laughs) (laughs) Going home, just drumming. (laughs) Get better, get better. (laughs) But I reckon it'd be worse if you. I think it'd be fine if you got replaced by the the guy who was the star but if you got replaced by some other like ha- like complete just a replacement a replacement and then they became big yeah. especially if you stormed out do you know what mm. I mean you're like, that's it guys you don't respect my lyrics and my song yeah. I'm gonna go and then I didn't mean to fart on stage okay? <laughs> <laughs> but then if you got replaced and then they just took off and then yeah, yeah like that just the thought of that would just haunt there's you uh, so there's this other dude who played with the Beatles in the 60s 64 when the Beatles did their first world world tour, like their singles blew up and they travelled the world. They came here and um, Ringo was sick. He had like pneumonia, so he couldn't come for the Australian leg of the tour. Mm-hmm. So they hired a replacement drummer to be in the Beatles just for Australia, this right. guy called Jimmy Nichols. Mm. And he was just like some local session musician playing in like An shit. Guy or no, a, like a, a British, in, guy. British yeah. guy. They hired him <laughs> over there. They forced him to get the Beatles haircut. They got him fit out in suits, <laughs> mm. like the famous Beatles yep. suits. And then they flew him over here to Australia and like they put his face, like pasted his face over Ringo on all the posters and shit. Really? So he was like a Beatle for two weeks. Wow. Interesting. And he like, he's talked about it since. He's <laughs> like, it was the most surreal experience of my life because for two weeks I was like the most, one of the most famous people in the world yeah. and then just instantly forgotten about. Damn. And he would like go out and, fucking party they're all clean boys like trying to be square and mm. straight but he was like i don't give a fuck he was like fucking prostitutes every <laughs> night <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like all his stories are like yeah i went to so many brothels in australia <laughs> <laughs> just like was drunk all the time signing in his ringo is a wild guy small dick yeah um, but yeah that's that's crazy and that would be live- cool if you knew that was the case you're like hey listen you're gonna be in the biggest band in the world for two weeks yeah you're never gonna come like that's it you don't yeah. have to you know, can't impress us yeah, yeah. you're not you know what I mean? You're not in the band. You got, it's not an opportunity to, you know, get rid of him. And you just, that'll be And because amazing. the Beatles are as big as they are, you can, he could probably live off that just like be doing speaking tours for the rest yeah. of his life. Yeah. Like my time in the Beatles. I think he pretty much just like went back to Liverpool and just was like a music, like a normal musician, but always successful for the rest yeah, of his right. life. Not famous, 
but just could like play anywhere. Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to play and fucking this mm. jazz band or whatever. And I was like, fuck yeah, we got Jimmy Nickel. <laughs> yeah, um, Jimmy. But yeah, so cool. I love it. Like, What an awesome time. I mean, imagine if you got to be in Blink-182. For two weeks? Yeah, for yeah, two weeks. Yeah, that would rock. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Maybe next week when they come out. Yeah. Maybe that'll be my time. Are they coming back out? Yeah, they're coming back out in like two weeks. Who's playing with them? Anyone good? Uh, Rise Against. Oh, shit. We're, we're going. We're going. Yeah. Where are they playing at? Uh, Kudos. Homebush. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's they're playing like big. Four, four shows. Really? Yeah, yeah, in Sydney. So maybe one of them I'll get to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can just do put one of put them. the old bass back on again. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty difficult. <laughs> I'll say that as well during my parts. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> pretty heavy down here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm way down. Did, yeah. you, um, did you meet any, like, you know, uh, bands when you're opening for them? Were, they all, were any of them, like, arseholes or anything like that? Was there a vibe of, like, rock star bullshit that you saw? Or was everyone pretty chill? A little chill? bit, but, like, it wasn't... We never really played with anyone super famous. The most famous people were probably um, British India, who were pretty big at the time. I think I've, I've told the story in that show of meeting Daniel Johns and the guy from Sleepy Jackson. They were pretty, not, like, you know, whatever. My experiences with Daniel Johns are what they are. I've met him three times, and every time it's been a fucking bizarre experience. I think he's a bizarre guy, right? Yeah, These days, yeah. it seems like. I've never heard every story about Daniel Johns was, like, at a gig or he was there. It's never just, like, he said hello and was nice. It's always the weirdest yeah. thing in the world. He seems a little bit Did of I, a I told you guys the it. Chappelle thing with yeah, him, yeah. right? Yeah, that was crazy. It was, like... Yeah, he's just a nutcase. But I remember my big memory of British India is that uh, backstage they were playing that Chingy um, <laughs> album, yeah. like really loud in the green room. What, was the, what was the big single from uh, that one? Was it, ho- is it somewhere at Hotel? Hotel Motel Holiday Inn? Is that? No, no. there's some Holiday Inn? Is, is it? it? Is that Chingy? I think, he, I, think, I think Chingy's in that song. Mm. I don't know if that's his main oh, single. Chingy's, I think, I, li- I like it when you do it right. There. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Chingy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they had Chingy blasting. And I remember <laughs> the singer from British India, like, knowing all the words and rapping it and, like, Definitely, oh. definitely the N word getting thrown around yeah. too, and and me being like, this is fucking rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a lot of those rock guys think they could be rappers if they really, oh, you know yeah, what I mean? They would yeah. love to be able to just be rappers. There's still think. a part of me that thinks I can be. If you were put on the, if you were put on the spot, you could probably bust out a freestyle if you had to. I've had to do it on the phone hacks yeah. several yeah. times, <laughs> but like I had a rap name when I was in high school and oh. stuff. I was convinced I was going to be a rapper at one point. Wow, what was your name? Well, I, I, this is how like ill versed I was in the history of hip hop. I didn't realize that there was a guy already called Buster Rhymes, <laughs> and so my my name was Buster Rhyme. Like just oh, a singular right. Buster Rhyme, just the one. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I can do one. And uh, I just yeah. was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, Buster Rhyme." That's I'm General so cool. Surgeon Dre. <laughs> 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 I remember like so annoyed that Buster Rhyme. I had a rap name in uh, Ooh, nice. high school, and it's now taken by someone. Mm. Uh, and I thought it was such a cool thing because my Jamie Kirk is my name, and I was like, "Oh, easy, JK47." Gangster style. Yeah. Oh. And I believe there is a rapper called JK47 now. What was your tag? Didn't you have a graph yeah, tag? Yeah, dope is good. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, what was it? Dope is good. Dope is good. <laughs> so this guy, so you're talking about drinking weed and AK-47s and you had no experience with any of them at the time you were 13. <laughs> no. Nope. So when, did, when did you first try dope? 14. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it good? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the name lives up. <laughs> I was like, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it would be good. <laughs> <laughs> I've been tagging it in Sharpie everywhere. <laughs> Did you ever tag? No, no. What about you, Drew? No tag. I a friend of mine had a tag that was um NES, like NES, like mm. Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, yeah. And um he would draw it everywhere. And he could do kind of like the graph writing, so mm. it didn't look bad. But I remember we were like hanging at my house one day. And then he left. And, like, this is a guy I've known since I was a baby. And he left. And then my, my mum's, like, putting the linen away in the linen cupboard. And he just tagged the inside of the, my mum's cupboard. And she's like, the what the fuck is... Get Blaine on the phone right now. <laughs> is that, is that Blaine on? Yeah. So funny knowing it's Blaine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yelling at Blaine's mum. That's the most badass place to tag. <laughs> your mate's mum's linen <laughs> cupboard. <laughs> no one will ever know it's me. Uh, By the way, while you were saying that, Jamie was just practicing doing his tag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I looked at him, what's she doing? It. And I was like, oh, you little bitch. I was trying to think of how I did my one. <laughs> <laughs> I still do that with like, uh, not tagging, but I still occasionally remember and get flashbacks of working at Hungry Jack's and like find myself <laughs> practicing wrapping <laughs> burgers. Every now and then. So you did the, you did that. You did the cool <laughs> version of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, my, my, yeah, yeah. Much it. cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Jamie doing? builds imaginary whoppers while he's on the <laughs> I, unwrap, I unwrap imaginary burgers all the time. Oh, boy. What yeah. an app. What an episode. We can't really do our final two questions, but, uh, okay, here, it's just rapid fire. Have you ever had a gig where you think like, uh, oh, we are going to make it? Oh, Apart man. from the scam artist guy. Apart from scam artist and the fighting on stage <laughs> guy. Well, yeah, we won a band comp. We won a band comp. Um, what was it called? It was called like Expose or something like that. And the grand prize was you got to play on the opening stage, one of the small stages at uh, Big Day Out. We... Yeah, we won the band comp, but then we broke up uh, before the thing even happened. Oh, so shit. the second band called Vaudeville ended up playing oh, it. But yeah. I remember thinking like, yeah, we're going to be on Big Day Out. Like we'll fucking be rubbing shoulders with Metallica or whoever <laughs> the fuck it was. And I went and watched Vaudeville play and it was like the thing in Spinal Tap where – the guitarist was playing with a wireless thing and it started picking up another frequency. <laughs> it was sick. I was like, yeah, fucking suffer. <laughs> so should be fucking me up there. <laughs> Why did you break up in between, like, I think irreconcilable differences? Yeah. Okay. I, and that's every breakup we ever had was all irreconcilable differences and it was usually, like, image-related. I was, like, trying to force people to dress certain ways. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like our guitarist Tom always wore Billabong shirts and I went psycho at him. <laughs> you can't wear fucking Billabong on stage, man. <laughs> Friends Ferdinand don't wear Billabong on stage. You need to wear a fucking suit. Yeah. I was always trying to get us in suits yeah. and skinny ties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skinny tie, oh, for skinny sure. tie like rocks, the, the heat of Australian <laughs> summer. Like yeah. we need skinny, like tailored suits. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, okay, final question, Cam, is... You've achieved everything you could ever want from comedy. Mm. You've got all the money in the world. Would you trade it in for moderate success being in the front man in a band? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely. It's so much cooler. I right? was watching, uh, I watched the Talking Heads concert movie Stop Making Sense the other night. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's in movies again. And yeah, like two songs into it, I leaned over to my wife and was like, fuck, I just want to be in a band so bad. <laughs> yeah. It's so much cooler than what we do. So much cool. cool. I was at a party last night. My um, wife's 
friend's party and they were like, oh, you do comedy. Are you doing your show? And it's so embarrassing. It's like, so embarrassing. yeah, I do comedy. <laughs> like I just, but if I was in a band, I'm like, yeah, I'm in a band. Come watch. Come you know? watch the band. It's so, like, so much cooler, so much easier, well, I imagine, yeah. to sell I mean, it. You know? like, mm, doing, we've doing. got a guitarist and singer, songwriter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Drama. Another singer, singer. <laughs> a guy who names bands. Uh, yeah, I can, yeah, I can be the scam artist guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can just scam you guys out of money. Do we give you our money now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a beautiful new chapter of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we kick it into the world's take, worst take card out? <laughs> Yeah, I do. I'll swipe that up. Uh, uh, Cam, do you have anything? Well, you've got a show about doing your music coming uh, yeah. to festivals soon. Tell us about it. Yes, I'm about to tour all around this great nation called Australia. I'll be wearing a skinny tailored suit. <laughs> Tie, sweating my ass off and we're fighting a, on stage. Who farted? Show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the show is called Mixtape, and uh, it's primarily about when I was nineteen and I worked at a theater restaurant, a dinner theater restaurant in Newcastle. Beautiful. Is this Lazards? No, no, no. That was which was called King's Theatre back in the day. Right, but okay. no, it was another one. There was, okay, cool. Weirdly, Newcastle was, I was a hotbed of um, more than one. Yeah, man. There was <laughs> heaps. That's what I thought it must have there been. was that one, and then there was the one I worked at, which was like a horror vampire themed one, and then there was one that was like prison themed. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one oh, called Big Owls, which is like Al Capone. Yeah, I'm a Big Owls. Shit, yeah. So like Newcastle for <laughs> the some reason. Restaurant capital. Of the world. Everyone loves. <laughs> Everyone loves. But yeah, I mainly talk about that. It was like post me playing in bands, and it was this era where I was a bit lost, and so I got a job as as a singing waiter at a theatre restaurant, <laughs> and very quickly. Like started to rise the ranks. It's kind of like my boogie nights oh, story. Man, like I yes. fucking like started. My ego got too big, yeah. and I started becoming the star of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to hear about yeah, that, I can't wait to see. Sounds it. awesome. Melbourne and Sydney, everywhere I guess. Every right? yeah, Melbourne. Uh, I'll be in Perth like in a couple of weeks, and Adelaide. Then yeah, Melbourne, Brisbane, Newcastle, Sydney, and then maybe some other places. I'm not sure. Awesome. Yet. Hell yeah. yeah. And, of course, we have a Patreon now. We have bonus episodes coming at you. $5 a month gets you two bonus episodes a month. They've been a lot of fun to record, so get into that. Apart from that, keep hitting us up on socials. We love hearing from you. Cam, what a delight it's been to talk about Thanks being for in bands. Thanks, Thanks for coming. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.